the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, Episode 60, Servicing. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure. Sound extraordinary. This is the AV Profession, a look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Walker. Your host with me uh, is a gentleman that I actually got to know uh, last year uh, for the first time, but very fascinating young man, uh, Joey Kolchinski uh, from One Vision Resources. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you, Tim. Absolutely. Uh, so, so really quickly, you guys did something, um, and I'm going to say it's unusual in the in the in the industry. Uh, you guys are primarily in the, in the CDA channel, the the residential market. Uh, you guys recently um, you you raised capital, right? You you have you got brought on investors to the tune of of five million dollars. So, really quickly, uh, first of all, what was the kind of the thinking behind that? And then you know we'll talk for a second about how you went about getting investors and, and, and looking at it from the, the, you know, it, and how you're able to kind of use that capital to really kind of pour back into the service model that you have for your customers. Yeah, I think the answer to both of those questions stems from my longtime history and origin story within this space. Uh, and, you know, my, I started in this space servicing high net worth families in the Boston market and focusing on creating a technology concierge service, which is what I called it at the time. And I built it up yeah. to become a, uh, an incredibly reliable, instantly responsive, always available, really comprehensive technology management service. And I was generating substantial fees. Uh, it was probably a $2 million in labor fees business on five employees. Uh, it was incredibly, incredibly successful. And what that showed me with those 40 families was what the future looked like a little bit. It gave me an indication for it because these families, the only difference between them and the rest of the population in the next 10 years is the fact that they could afford all the technology today. But in the next 10 years, everybody's going to be able to afford all this technology. It's going to commoditize. It's going to democratize. It will be everywhere. And that means that we will all have a lot more tech. We will all likely have a lot more problems related to that tech. Um, and just like the business world has come to depend on an IT industry and an MSP uh, service provider, uh, I think that the modern connected family more and more will have a technology manager there to service, support, and manage all the technology in their lives. And therein lies the biggest opportunity that I think this industry has. Uh, it's to embrace the demand for service, build a mental model around how to uh, embrace that demand, build a business model around how to profit on it, and uh, expand your business to take advantage of all of that. And that was both simultaneously inspirational for me to go and put all my time and energy into it. Uh, it justified all the reasons why we were willing to subsidize our fees and invest in integrators because we think they're all sitting on gold mines and we are very much willing to invest in their businesses to help go and mine that gold. But it also led to a pretty straightforward conversation with all of those clients I had. Many of them were, the, were our professional investors uh, in the private equity space. Uh, some of them invest uh, uh, as angels on the side. And I was able to go and sort of lay out this vision 
and they got it because they were my own clients. They had become customers of this service and they too saw the inevitable need for this. And that's where our funding came from. Uh, I think 80% of our funding came from legacy clients uh, who had been my clients for years. It was really cool. So, so t- talk for a second about, about this, 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 you know, em- embracing the demand for service, as you, as you say, there are, there, there's, there's some, some long held beliefs uh, in, in the, in the AV industry that, that service is, is a cost center, not a, not a profit center, yeah. right? It, it, it costs money to service clients. How do you, how, how do you, you know, talk to somebody who has either grown up in this industry or they're, they're, you know, they, they have that mindset that, that, you know, this is going to cost me money to service these clients. This is not a revenue stream. Yeah. So, you know, it, it certainly starts with understanding most, most integrators come to us, you know, for, um, a, a number of one of any number of reasons that are all related to a, usually a negative slant. Um, a, you know, the perspective is, you know, when I ask, okay, so what's going on with service? You look at their body language. It's like in in their, their tone of voice and the whole thing can be summed up with a, like, that's just the response that you get. And it has to do with, you know, man, I wish I could just go focus on projects or man, I don't know how to keep these clients happy. What they're asking for is impossible to provide. I can never quite be there when they need me. Or if I am, it's coming at a cost to my family or my business. This is crushing me. It's just some variation on that theme. And what we seek to unlock is a, a, you know, inverting that because our perspective on this is that, you know, yes, you may be sitting on a sinkhole today. Yes, I agree. That may be true, but it is possible to invert the way you think about this, the business model you have around it and to actually look at this as a gold mine. Um, and uh, start to you know, develop uh, the the return uh, on investment that you would get from uh, changing your approach to service, and that usually starts with a you know simple concept of how do you create a pricing model so that any way that your client does business with you, it's profitable. What's that pricing model? And there are a number of ways in which a client may do business with you. It's possible that they simply want you to schedule an appointment and come out to their house and spend some time. That includes drive time, travel time. That includes on-site time. That includes vehicles and tools and all sorts of things. That includes having a service coordinator to schedule the appointments. Let's evaluate all of those operations independently and figure out what's the appropriate hourly rate to be profitable with service. Because unlike projects, you don't have the profit margin from hardware to buoy any uh, depressed margin on labor. You, you know, the vast majority of your revenue take on service is from labor. So the labor has to have a healthy profit margin, whatever healthy means for your business. How else do clients want service? Some of them want remote support. Okay, what's the best way to price remote support? Charging per call, most integrators will tell you they've tried that, myself included, and it doesn't work. It creates a nickel and diamond feeling. Clients don't like that. Right? It also doesn't quite align with what it takes to be responsive. When a client calls in, it's unpredictable. They need you pretty quickly. So you need to staff up a team available all the time. That's an ongoing cost. So the way to charge for this is through an ongoing fee. And that now gets us to, well, how do you actually, how do you communicate that value? Because what if a client says, well, I may not use you that month. 
And that's where it comes down to really, again, changing the mental model because the mental model is, is around, well, the value is peace of mind. The value is that if you needed me, I was here. Just like AAA, we pay for it. 70 million families pay for it. And 70 million families all hope their car does not break. Same thing here. You hope you don't need to use us. But if you do, we're here for you. And then you continue on from there, right? And we've expanded the membership structure to accommodate clients who want same-day appointments. There are some clients who want that. There's some clients who don't. How do you charge for that? We believe that's through another monthly fee or an add-on to the monthly fee. Some clients want monitoring. Many clients don't. Some clients want to be treated as VIPs and they want to cut the line every time they want to call in. How do you deliver those kinds of services? And we think that there's a way to structure the operations of your service department to do that and then price the offering appropriately so that the service department independently is now a uh, independent standalone profitable business. And you now have a, also a, a you, yeah. go ahead. I was gonna say you now have a profitable projects business. And when the client transitions to the service cycle after the warranty ends, you now have a profitable service business as well. And you, you, you use the word, you know, mental, um, mental model and changing that mental model. It's not only changing it for, for the, the integrator, it's also changing it for the clients in, in, in large part, because not that they're not used to this model, right? You, you mentioned AAA and, and you're right. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of people that do that. Insurance is the same way, right? The, you know, health insurance, life insurance, whatever, you know, um, um car insurance, you hope you don't use that. So they're, they're familiar with that concept, but doing it in, in this application, sometimes I think, you know, also takes a, a mental shift for, for clients as well. Well, um, Joey, as, as we wrap up here, how do you take them? How do you take the clients, you know, your, your clients, clients and help them walk through and get them there? Yeah. And you're a hundred percent right. And it, it starts with first splitting the client base into two. You have your existing clients who are all used to something. And this change wasn't their fault. This change is just the way of the world. We all started adopting more technology and the business model has to shift. And indeed, we all need to lead with some graciousness, uh, you know, be, be, be generous, uh, be understanding, but also be firm in our conviction about what needs to shift in order to main, remain an ongoing concern as a business and be able to stay in business provide the services they want and, uh, and charge appropriately for them. Uh, so there is a way to communicate that to the client. And one of the things that we've learned is nothing beats being straightforward and honest. And in this case, that means saying, you know, Mrs. Smith, it's simply unsustainable for us to continue to operate this way. We've recognized that many of our clients have come to depend on having access to us remotely when they need us. So what we did is we invested in our service department. We changed a few things. We will continue to always be available to come on site and schedule an appointment and charge our hourly rates. We are now also offering quick access to our remote support team in same day scheduling and proactive monitoring. Before we were just trying to do these things because we knew it's what our clients wanted, but we didn't quite appreciate how unsustainable it all was. So that's the existing client. The new clients don't really need changing. And you know what I like to always uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of demonstrate this with is that service is a product just like a TV is. 
you know, we as mm -hmm. consultants walk into a home and we see a room and we say, you know, Mrs. Smith, I see some real opportunity in this room. In your bedroom, we could have the TV come out from under the bed and motorize up. And uh, or if you don't like that idea, we could have a TV on the wall and it could be on an articulating arm or we could have a projection environment and it could be a projection screen that comes down. You know, there's all of this potential here. What would you like? What are you trying to solve for? And you're not penalized for having offered options that ranged from a $2,000 small TV on the wall to a $50,000 projection setup that disappears in the ceiling. And when you think about service as a product, you can treat it the same way. Mrs. Smith, I wanna tell you how we here at Acme Integration do service. With every single one of our projects, we provide a warranty that lasts this long. In addition, we also end every project with 90 days of our priority support membership at uh, no additional charge. During that time, we're gonna prioritize things, take care of you, be available. There's gonna be loose ends. You're gonna have customization requests. Of course, you'll have questions because this is all new technology. And then after those 90 days, you're welcome to choose from a number of options we have to create the service experience that works best for your family. In our experience, a system like this, and as I've gotten to know you, I think that this membership would work well for you. You would benefit from these concepts, remote support, same day scheduling, but it's of course up to you. Here's a brochure, you let us know. No client responds to that and says, what? I thought I got unlimited free support forever. It's just not a response we see. So it really just comes down to how are you presenting it to the client to begin with? And if you can source conviction that this is the right move and that this is delivering value and that this is right for your business, your clients will receive it the way you're delivering it. And so it's got to start with your own internal why. All right. That'll be a good place to stop. Joey Kolchinski from One Vision. Thank you, sir. Uh, how do people connect with you or One Vision? They come onto our website, onevisionresources.com. We've got plenty of information there and an easy way to reach out. Uh, and uh, most contacts come directly to me. All right, Joey, thank you so much. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Find this program and a host of others, uh, including our two weeklies. One looks at the residential side called Resi Week, and then AV Week looks at the commercial side. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.